1: Who has been fired as John Patton's social media manager, it is
0: Adam Rosenbach. Oh, g'day Michael. Happy New Year, buddy. God, it's just so disappointing to start on a bad note. You know, I really wanted to start 2021. You know, we had a shock in 2020 with the, the pandemic and everything that's gone down there. And I thought 2021, this is Rosie's year. Start anew.
1: No more 5G. Bill Gates not doing what he does anymore. Go on.
0: Go on. The, the Proud Boys, we're standing up, we're standing by, we're coming back. We just had one little incident in the capital. We'll be back. Just mucking anyway. around,
1: having fun. Mucking around, we're p- pumping them up. Pumping them up. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: what we're doing at the capital.
1: And joining me is a man whose audition to replace Bruce McAvaney has been rejected. And joining me is a man, he was
0: furious.
1: The AFL has reverted back to a day grand final. It's Adam Rosenbach's.
0: Not only was I a fan of the night grand final, but I wanted the game to be at 2.30. Mm-hmm. But I wanted a 2.30 a.m. grand final. Ah, uh,
1: Okay, gotcha. So we're thinking like maybe getting to other markets around the world?
0: Well, I mean, there's that. Sure, I hadn't considered that. But I say, you, if your team or you're uh, set for a grand final party... What better than to start drinking at midday on the Friday? You watch the grand final parade, right? You get on the gas. Yeah, sure. And then what What better injection into the economy, and especially the black economy, Michael, <laughs> are you going to get for people to be able to, you know, the government wants the economy to get, uh, you know, kickstarted again. For sure. What better way than a cash injection into our revered dealers around the country as people fight to stay up for a two thirty a.m grand final
1: gotcha so a little pick-me-up right. i suppose people won't be after
0: exactly and then you go to how good would a uh, celebratory grand final breakfast be <laughs> where you rock up and they go mate you can't bring your kebab in. and you go what are they fucking serving you got you got bacon and egg muffins you fuckheads and so I just think it's just... It, and again, like you said, sure, opens up into a new market. But I just think you bring a different kind of person. You're going to get your traditional people mm-hmm. going to the game mm. and watching the game. But now you're tapping into a market who probably aren't even aware that there's a thing called football. And now as they're dancing on a bar top they're like oh what's this game up there that looks pretty cool
1: you keep on mentioning kebabs and you know uh, egg mcmuffins or whatever but Mm, i mm. i I find that the um the people involved in the stuff that (laughs) you're talking about a lot of appetite suppression is (laughs) that what you're getting at they're not a big fan of food (laughs) yeah okay no that's that's a very good point And joining me is a man who has called for radical change at Collingwood. It's Adam Rosenbach. Like everyone's
0: laying the boots into Collingwood. Mm -hmm. And uh, as much, you know, it, it pains me. It pains me to see Collingwood struggling like this. I mean, you know, they have one or two slight mismanagements with their list. And all of a sudden, people are coming for them. This is a team that played in a grand final in 2018. They played in a prelim in 2019. And although they were both really... Close losses. It brought no joy to anyone.
1: No, no. I think we all, um, we all took we t- we passed the hat around for Collingwood, didn't we? Because yeah, we, fe- we, we did. felt so bad
0: for them. <laughs> yeah it's it's not like it's not like people barracked for GWS in that prelim as though their life depended on it. That is not how it played out. It's but not like
1: when they won over in Perth last year in that first final by point. It's not like yeah. the supporters of uh seventeen other teams went, oh, yeah. that's fucking bullshit. <laughs> that didn't happen. And I'm glad it didn't happen because they deserve better than that. And joining me is a man who is thrilled that John Worsfold is back at Carlton. It's Adam Rosenbachs.
0: We have brought back into the fold a man who basically coasted through his last year at Essendon. Mm-hmm. He sort of sat on the bench. He may have chatted to some players. but He, he made took... a few
1: uh, TikTok videos.
0: <laughs> yeah. See, he's a man who's committed to what he does. He sat on the bench. He took a big paycheck and he went back to Perth. So he lived in Melbourne. His family lived in Perth. And he went, I'm back in Perth. Fuck, I hate my family. I want a, I want a job back on the East Coast. And so Carlton went, oh, you want a job? And you're not really that committed to what you were doing, even though the last job, you did it for like four years. And we were kind of happy that you brought us out of a drug saga. But mm-hmm. you weren't really trying that hard. Carlton saw that and went, we need this man. <laughs> we need back. him. We need him back. He's the, the game
1: changer, right there.
0: And so Carlton have hired John Warsfold as a, a, a mentor to David T. Mm-hmm. And of course, of course, it happens. He flies into Melbourne. Perth is currently in a three-day lockdown. We're recording this on the Sunday at about six thirty during the Port Adelaide and St Kilda game. He can't actually sit in the box. He can't do the job. <laughs> he can't do the job that we've hired him for. So we've got this really high, high, uh, highly paid spectator sitting there watching it going, oh, well, this is shit.
1: And joining me is a man who agrees with Dimmer Hardwick that Richmond should
0: not be playing home games at Marvel Stadium. It's Adam Rosenbach's. Oh, G'day Michael, we've got a lot to get to, huge show, but, uh, you know, Dimmer and I were cut from the same cloth, wouldn't you say? Like, uh, we're very, very similar men. I'm, I'm with him though. They shouldn't be playing at Marvel Stadium. What should happen is the AFL should rebuild Waverley, the old VFL park, knock down the houses, put the stands back up and go, All right, Richmond, you don't want to play at Marvel? You're fucking going to Waverley. And joining me, a man who is very disappointed with Michael Christian. It's Adam Rosenbachs. G'day, Michael. G'day, Junk Timers. I hope you're having a great week. And it's just—it's disappointing to start off on this note. The MRO. I can see it on your face. I can see it on your face. Yeah. I know. You you know, I didn't want to talk about it, but it's just—it's been the the hot talking point of the week. The MRO have had an absolute fucking shocker. Now, Nick Holman. Uh, Gold Coast Suns player, later tackle on Mitch Duncan. Duncan got concussed out of the tackle, and he's got two weeks for a rundown tackle from behind. And can I just say, MRO, match review officer, Michael Christian, what the fuck are you doing? Why did he only get two weeks? This is an eight-week suspension. Yep. If, possibly a season. Like you, Michael, we have to stamp tackling out of this game. I think if we're <laughs> going to get... If you're going to get people, um, you know, you want kids on board. You want the yep. women's game to grow. We need to make it so safe that no one can ever get hurt again on this field that we play our great game on, Michael. That's where I'm standing um,
1: at. You make a good point. I mean, mm. you know, there are, there are parents with kids in the in the stands, and when oh they see it, they see a player tackle another player. How do, how do you explain that kind Ugh. of stuff to your kids? Like, how do you uh, how do you look at them in the eye and you know explain what a tackle is? I mean, it's yeah, it's it's out of line.
0: Kids are frightened. They Mm. see that out on the field. They're like, I don't want to play this game. Like when you see a contested mark, you just go, oh, that is ugly. That is ugly. It should be an uncontested mark where you're alone inside 50. Perhaps you get a Joe the Goose handball over the top for a goal. That's the way our great Mm -hmm. game has been built. And the AFL had its chance to put its foot down. To stamp it out once and for all. And they've fucking missed the mark. And, you know, there's every chance that Nick Holman may get off. And that will send a fucking horrific message to the... You know where it hurts most? The lower leagues, Michael. (laughs) They will will think... It it, it just trickles down, doesn't it, Adam? It filters down, mate. It filters down. Like, you will drive past a game uh, on a suburban ground and you will see children, boys and girls, tackling each other. And it's just... It's just, I, I don't know uh, if I can, God. We, might have to, we might have to pull this podcast. And joining me
1: is a man who has been fired as Mark Robinson's IT specialist. It's
0: Adam Rosenbachs. Oh, g'day, Michael. G'day, junk timers, mate. Uh, 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 just, it's a cavalcade of jobs that I'm losing this year. <laughs> I just keep getting sacked. I bounce around a lot, Michael. But this one I thought was just going to be the easiest gig in the world to look after Robbo's internet technical... Um, Set up, yeah. You say, like, I mean, yeah, you, yeah. You, you
1: figure you get that tap on the shoulder because, I, I mean, yeah. I imagine Robbo headhunted you and you go, okay, Adam, yeah. I need email. So I need uh, robinson 69 at hotmail.com <laughs> yeah. and then I need Pornhub. Like, that's very yeah. easy. Very
0: easy. Yeah. So he hired me. We're at the TAB and <laughs> uh, I said, I'm going to go to the pokies, Robbo. You want to come? And he said, mate, I don't know how the pokies work. And I said, I, I know how these <laughs> things operate. And I showed him. Uh, because I'm an IT specialist. Yeah, three and, in the morning. And, yeah, exactly. And I got him onto the pokies and I got him into the animated greyhounds as well. So um, <laughs> set him up for life. So I was in charge of Robbo's internet and I said, mate, I've got this fucking sweet dial-up 56k modem. Mm-hmm. That um, Have you got a landline, Robbo? And he's like, well, oh, look at me. Of course I fucking have a landline. And so we would plugged it in. And so we were. he was zooming into the Bucks press conference because Nathan Buckley obviously uh, resigned this week as Collingwood coach. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Resigned. (laughs) And Robbo's internet um, just wasn't quite up to scratch as he was on the Zoom. Now, junk timers, if there has ever been a video that summed a person up more perfectly, go and watch Robbo on Nathan Buckley's Zoom presser as he tries to, in a dignified manner... (laughs) Say that he's (laughs) stepping down as Collingwood coach and Robbo just fucking ramshackles his way (laughs) all the way through it. Just how
1: fucking funny. It was awesome. Now, you guys showed it on Front Bar, like kind of like, I suppose, an edited version. I think there's about a three-minute version floating around on Twitter. But it was fucking amazing. And just, uh, and like if that happened to like a... (laughs) Like a, another journal, You'd be like If oh, it happened to Jake Clark You'd be like Oh he's just got bad internet Bad internet You know like You okay. he can't hear Like oh poor Jake yeah. But like yeah. To, to <laughs> sum up a person In a Zoom yeah.
0: call It was absolutely magical So if you haven't heard it, Junk Timers Basically They're doing the thing On Zoom Because Melbourne Was still in lockdown When Nathan Buckley Resigned Resigned And Everyone kind of dialed in to ask ask Bucks questions. Now Robbo's internet, and he kept saying, "I'm out of Warren diet. My internet's not very good." So not only was his audio fucking awful and delayed and horrific, but the his um vision didn't match it either. So he would be talking, and it'd be like, "Can can you can you hear? No, you can't hear me. No, can?" And it wasn't <laughs> even matched. You couldn't even see his mouth moving. So it was so fucking delayed, and he looked like, as Mick Malloy said on the um on the front bar. It looked like he was at the Unabomber's house. <laughs> so he's wearing like a flannel. He looks like shit. He looks like he's just got up. And there's one point where he goes, Can you can you hear me? Can you hear me? But and this is like eight minutes in where he goes, It's Mark Robinson here. Like, so mate, everyone knows you Robo. You don't have to fucking say your name. And then Bucks goes, Yes, Robbo, we can hear you. And then Robbo just goes, Nah. <laughs> it's like Nathan Buckley and um, Graham Wright, and is it Mark Anderson, the CEO, were fucking pissing themselves. Nathan Buckley has just stepped down as Collingwood coach, and they're laughing at this fuckwit. On the, the fucking Zoom. It was one of the greatest days of all time.
1: And I love the idea that people were joking. It was like 11am and they're like, oh, Robo's drunk. Imagine having <laughs> imagine having a reputation where yeah. you're holding down like three or four different jobs and yet still people presume at 11am you're drunk. Joining me is a man who wholeheartedly agrees with Caroline Wilson. It's Adam Rosenbachs.
0: Ah, uh, g'day, Michael. Yes, another another round fucking done and or dusted. Carlton season could be over. Who knows? We'll get to that shortly. <laughs> but 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 once again, uh, I am in wholehearted grants with Caroline Wilson. I'm always in grants with Caroline. You're very Wilson. strong in that. Time, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. And she came out this week and said that. Um, Because uh, Seb Ross and Tim Membry left the St Kilda football team, uh, the hub that they were in or up in Cairns, and flew back to be with their families. And she said that the club and sponsors and members and teammates were disappointed Mm -hmm. that those two left to be with their families. And I agree wholeheartedly with Carolyn Wilson. And I actually think we need to take it a step further. And I don't think that players, AFL or AFLW, should be allowed to have families Full stop. Strong point.
1: Strong yeah. point.
0: So basically, once you're drafted from wherever, and if you have if you've got a school ho- school a high school sweetheart, the moment you get drafted, that's fucking it. It's uh-huh. over. Yeah, forget it. you might be able to rekindle in twelve years. Maybe your career's cut tragically short. Then you can get back together, but until that point, you remain a single person who and basically you don't talk to your family either because you know sometimes it could be like oh he's left for a funeral you go i don't fucking want to hear about that (laughs) so you are basically living a big brother type lifestyle Mm -hmm. where you don't know anything about the outside world and football is your only sustenance until such time as you retire. I mean, how great would it be on draft mm. day? I say, Absolutely.
1: okay, watch the AFLM and we oh, have the yeah. draft day. And then you kind of pick number one, pick number two, yep. pick number three. And they shake the hand, they get the jumper. And yeah. then they get on the bed and they have a vasectomy <laughs> in front of a live audience.
0: I'm paying to see that. <laughs> i am paid so or as and, and as well as doing that you know how because they're sitting with their mum and dad so they give mum dad a bit of a kiss bit of a hug that's the last time they fucking see him for <laughs> if you're a good player for 16 years you say goodbye there and then and
1: joining me is a man who has been fired as richmond's forward coach it is adam
0: Rosenbark. so i went into the richmond uh meeting on friday before the big game and i just said seriously Two goals, you're only playing the Saints. Two mm-hmm. goals will do it. Mm-hmm. You, I don't reckon you need to do any more than that. You kick three, it's a waste of your energy. Yep. And it turns out St Kilda fucking kicked like six or seven. <laughs> and we couldn't get him over the line. And Dimmer was fucking, jeez, he was filthy at me. He just went me. Um, It's their lowest
1: score since 61, I think. That's incredible. They kicked two goals, 10. Two it goals, was, 10. And then you think about how bad at times Richmond have been. And you still go, yeah.
0: oh, sheesh. And you think about the muddy grounds they would have been playing on the like. Do you remember? What, oh, fuck, you probably won't. I think it was about 91 or 2 when Carlton kicked, kicked their first goal. with
1: like, like five minutes to go. Noble. Yeah, like, it was yes. Mark Arsiri, wasn't it? Yes. There we well go. Done. I did fucking remember because I'm a fucking football fucking genius. And joining me is a man who is furious that Sean Burgoyne played his
0: 400th game last night. It is Adam Rosenbach's. Uh, g'day, Michael, and I'm sorry to attack a player on your team. You know how much I revere the Hawthorne Football them. Club. You respect I them. Do. You've I do. I always got a, have.
1: You've got a three-peat tattoo on your ankle.
0: That's how good you are. I Yeah, and, and it's grown even more so the closer that we've become friends. I just, You know when I'm feeling down, when I give you a call and go, just tell me about the 2014 Grand Final, please. Yeah, And sure. you just regale me, and I... I have the best sleeps after I give you a buzz because I'm just so content and happy that Hawthorne got a three-peat. But you know why that story resonates with you? By the fact that mm. morning we went to Capabalooza, didn't we? On the morning of the 2014 Grand <laughs> yes, Final. we did. We did. And I remember, I, I left before I got to see the great man and you, you were fortunate enough. Because you, you know, can waltz straight into the MCG <laughs> that you didn't have to hang around, uh, that you didn't have to leave. So you got to meet the great, or you got to see the great man. You didn't get to meet him until many years later when he uh, did our Zoom uh, live
1: show. I just walk into the MCG members, a man takes my coat, uh, a lady <laughs> takes my gloves. Um, but we should, we should recap quickly, Capapalooza. So there was a pub yep. near Southern Station, not far yes. from Marvel Stadium, where they were going to have the Wiz host grand final day. Yeah. And they called it Cappapalooza. Uh, maybe it was like 10, 15 bucks to get in. I'm not really sure. And we yeah. went down and I think the Wears were meant to get there about midday or so. And you had to yeah, go. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Because uh, I was to, hosting a function. Yeah. And I had to go to the game. And so I yeah. got to hang around about five minutes longer than you. And so I got a yeah. little quick selfie with the whiz, um, who I think was wearing, well, uh, sorry. <laughs>
0: I was about to say, I think, was wearing
1: leopard skin pants. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Did he... I, I'm imagining with that ensemble, when you go the Leopard Skin Pants, you almost have to go and Ed a Hardy t-shirt. I, oh, right?
1: dude. I actually, I actually think you were right on the money right there. Yeah. yeah I think you were bang on the money right there. Uh, and then from... Well, I think a, it's
0: law. I think it's law that you go, if the cops see you with Leopard Skin Pants... And you don't have an Ed Hardy t-shirt. It's like a $200 fine instantly.
1: <laughs> and I think he just hosted the day. So I think he got up before the game, quarter yep. time, half halftime, um, three-quarter time after the game, kind yeah. of, you know, gave out prizes, maybe a drink card or whatever. Um, so
0: before the game, he would have said to someone, oh, I love you like a brother, but I am from Tasmania. Yeah. And then at quarter time, he would have said, oh, I love you like a brother, but I am from Tasmania. And then, and then, and then at halftime. Half time, he would
1: have changed it up and he would have said, I got yeah. a three-inch penis, three
0: inches from the ground. Great. And then three-quarter time, he would have said, I love it like your brother. But I have a three-hundred fingers. (laughs) (laughs) Joining me
1: is a man who has a very special announcement. It's Adam Rosenbachs.
0: G'day, Michael. Yes, big news for the Junk Time fans. And, uh, you know, we've been been at this, what, this is our seventh year and... um, I think it's time, Michael. I think it's time. And, you know, we've done a great show and we're going to continue to do a great show. Don't worry about that, Junk Thomas. we are in our prime. But I think it's time to announce the Junk Time succession plan. And the way it's going to work, buddy, is at the end of 2021, is I will take over the show from 2022 and replace you on the show from 2022. So it will basically be me talking to myself (laughs) and you won't be on the show anymore. So... The intro is going to go along the lines of hello and welcome to the Junk Time AFL podcast for It's uh we're coming through from, from Wayne Jackson Studios and Wayne Jackson Studios. <laughs> My name is Adam Rosemark's and joining me is a man who blah blah blah. It's Adam <laughs> Rosemark's and I'll take the ball. I'll throw myself over to other to other things that I can say back to myself okay. and I'll tell you what. In 2022 it is going to be a roller coaster of a show Junk Time. Let's
1: sure, gotcha. So this hmm. uh this doppelganger of you, okay? So you yeah. I mean, it's. And
0: you, mate, you are welcome to field any offers from any other (laughs) podcasts that may back the money truck up at the end of this year. Like, if you, I know you contracted till the end of 21. Mm -hmm. But if anyone comes to you now and says, hey, dude, I'm starting up a podcast. Can you join it mate feel free to go like jump at it it's it's explore all your options yeah sure gotcha okay yeah sure because
1: I, I mean I have been in talks with Joe Rogan because I feel like he uh <laughs> I feel like he hasn't uh, <laughs> um, uh radicalized enough school shooters yet so I... yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> There's a market there for it, mate. So absolutely, and uh, you know, we, this gives you the the year tour to say thank you to mm-hmm. all your fans. Because you know what, Michael, I'm worried about your health. I've spoken to your family. Are you worried about my health? Are you, do you think I I'm am. gonna? Do you think I'm gonna maybe possibly die? Yes, yes. <laughs> I mean, I know, I know that's what Eddie Maguire said about Mick Malthouse. But but I do love you, and that's why I'm so worried, and I'm so concerned about you that I want you to fuck off. Yeah, sure. Now, can yeah. I? Can
1: I spend the next decade uh, (laughs) (laughs) passive-aggressively
0: speaking out in the media about you? Hang on, hang on. (laughs) At which bit has Mick Malthouse been passive?
1: (laughs) (laughs) And joining me is a man who regrets taking medical advice from Jaden
0: Stevenson. It's Adam Rosenbachs. Uh, G'day, Michael. COVID has descended upon this great game, but I... I'm only just coming around to this thing that people call COVID. I had been listening to my good buddy, Jaden Stevenson. Now, we became really close mates uh, when he was at Collingwood, and I used to give him great odds uh, through junk bet oh, that's on right. him. How many, you know, first goal kicker, last goal kicker, how many is he going to kick, seven possessions, eight possessions, whatever was going to load up a lot of money and mean that we could launder more we were happy to take whatever Jaden Stevenson bets he wanted to load up on.
1: Just take it to the casino, uh, get it exchanged for chips, and then walk around for a bit and then cash out. Yep.
0: Yeah, lose a dollar and then go get your check, (laughs) and you walk out with some clean money. But Jaden, because I trust him and love him so much, uh, I trusted his medical advice, and he seemed to think that this week that um, the media had been overhyping. COVID and it's not actually a thing. It wouldn't be a thing if the media didn't bring it up. And I kind of went all in on Jaden telling me this sort of shit. And like I'd spent uh, 15 grand on a Peter Evans biocharger. Ah, uh, Fair enough. Yeah, of course. I probably shouldn't have dipped into my super to grab that. But, you know, I just <laughs> thought it was uh, a good idea. Uh, when they said um, I went to get my – everyone thinks I got two Pfizer vaccines. But when I went up there, I just gave him a bit of a nudge and a wink. And they injected me with – Hydroxychloroquine No way, you got the good stuff Yeah, yeah I, I mean, I say I went to, you know, get my injections You get it on Gumtree And <laughs> mate, they'll do whatever you need I've got a Nokia 3210 So I've got no access to 5G Because I don't need that disease in my body Fair enough And I, whenever I go to the footy So I went to the Carlton Geelong game Which is a, uh, a tier one exposure site last Saturday night And I said, I don't need to worry about that I've been putting bleach i'm a pie so (laughs) i'm a healthy boy you can shove your little tier one up your fucking pooper
1: sure and i mean i think the t1 people were told to isolate it and get a test so you obviously clearly did nothing like that as well
0: no absolutely not i was down there on thursday night uh with my fellow sovereign citizens protesting the lockdown at (laughs) flinders street station as is our right as citizens of (laughs) Australia
1: sure sure do you want to recite the human rights charter of 1940 <laughs> i don't need to mate people know what it is hello welcome to the junk time out podcast for round twenty
0: twenty 21 20. yep yeah come on get to it
1: 21 we come to you from yep. wayne, jackson wayne jackson studios, studios and rodcana studios. studios i know where we're, we're coming from john me's admiral's marks what are you what are you what are you so keen about mate
0: what are you so keen about oh michael i'm sorry to rush you for the intro there but i thought that there was no reason for us to dilly dally let us talk about possibly the greatest moment that this (laughs) podcast has ever witnessed as hawthorne have fallen apart right before our very eyes and junk timers as if we thought them plummeting to the bottom of the ladder couldn't get any better they announced a succession plan which lasted approximately Two and a half weeks Now this is As Oh fuck I'm I'm just delirious With excitement Where do you Michael. begin like this, yeah, Where do you begin Oh where do you begin Firstly Can I just say For me Jeff can it for life Like don't I know he's He said I'm I'm going to stay An extra three years To get him through These troubled times No Jeff You stay for the term Of your natural life From here son We need you The The rest of the AFL We want you around We've seen what You're capable of And we want more Of it Jeff And joining me is a man who is about to
1: announce his retirement from the Junk Time AFL podcast. It is Adam Rosenbachs.
0: Oh, g'day, Michael. G'day, Junk Timers. Or should I say goodbye, Michael. Goodbye, Junk Timers. It's it. I'm done. I'm out of here. Uh, Sayonara, motherfuckers. And I don't need you people anymore because, get a load of this... Jason Akamanis has just announced his own cryptocurrency and Rosie (laughs) is fucking all aboard the train. I don't need you idiots anymore. I'm going to be so fucking rich that uh, people don't even – mate. Seriously, this week, as soon as Acker announced it, right? So, it's called Zoo Coin. So yep. Z, Yo, fuck, I shouldn't even be announcing it, but it doesn't matter. I've bought up all the stock, so there's <laughs> nothing left to buy. ZU Coin, right? And Acker has released it this week. And as soon as I heard, I fucking, I dipped into my super. So there is nothing left of my super. i uh-huh. fucking, it's bare. Like, if this goes bust, I basically have to work until I'm 125, right? Yep. I, uh, I fucking, I've moved out of my apartment. I'm back in with mum and dad. It's going to be tough, but <laughs> it's fucking worth it, right? Because this is going to go good. I don't have a car anymore, which is really annoying because mum and dad live in the burbs. So it's going to be annoying to get around and to get to gigs. But I'm happy to, I'm happy sure. to, you know, ask other people. I don't, fuck, mate. When I'm driving a fucking Lamborghini for Mum and Dad's, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, I mean, just
1: looking at you through FaceTime here, um, mm. you seem to be missing quite a few teeth. Uh, is I don't that need them. I've
0: sold a kidney. Like I have, I am all in.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and joining me is a man who, well, he's got a bunch of beer bottles lying around. He's got a lot of white powder. He's wearing a costume. Uh, have you started your Mad Monday, Adam Rosenbachs? Uh no. Joining me is a man who has been fired as North Melbourne's fitness coach. It is
0: Adam Rosenbarks. G'day, Michael. G'day, Junk Timers. Yes, not many people know I had a little bit of a side hustle going on where I was the fitness coach down at the Kangaroos. I like to spread myself around, Michael. A man of many, many talents. And uh, and you know, I love my fitness. And the hard thing is in the off-season is uh, keeping the players fit and not having them come back to pre-season overweight. Mm-hmm. And so I was very much worried about Jaden Stevenson because, you know, he said to me, Rosie, how can I keep fit? And I said, dude, what you got to do is you got to get on the mountain bike and get biking. And as he rightly pointed out, he said, mate, we're in lockdown. I can't go more than five kilometers from my house. Very so wise, I said, man. Well, the best thing to do is what you do is on a Friday night is you've, you're at home. You've had a couple of froths, right? And he said, "Should I be riding my bike when I've had a couple of froths?" I said, "Mate, it's better for your balance. It's better for your core. You got to preload. You got to preload before you get on the bike. Get on the get on the seltzers. Get on what you need. The fizzers. Get on whatever you need to have to get yourself fully loaded. Because as you know, you're trying to balance yourself. Your core's just getting stronger and stronger. Yep. <laughs> and so I said to Jaden, and also all I let's need not forget, do,
1: sorry to cut you off. Let's not forget coming back from the bottle shop with a slab on both shoulders. Like that's that's mate. a good workout."
0: That's a good call workout. I would recommend that to anyone listening It is to do that. And a positive, you're not driving. So it's okay. <laughs> you're allowed to do it. So I said to Jaden, jump on the bike and you've got yourself your, your back deck. Get on the back deck. And all I need from you, and this will just tick off. You'll be as fit as when you come back. All I need is an endo into a tabletop, into a toboggan, into an Indian air, into a bunny hop bar spin, into a spine transfer, and finish with a 180 foot jam to fakie. And he's fucked that up. <laughs> and joining me
1: is a man who has been fired as Nadia Bartel's social media manager. It
0: is Adam Rosenbachs. <laughs> oh, God. I'm embarrassed, Michael. <laughs> Another I, job lost. Mate, you know, you, I bounce back. I think I'm, I'm back <laughs> on my feet. And um, it's it's been tough. Like, uh, as, as you would know, we're in lockdown and the football industry has suffered, right? So... I obviously work for Nadia and have done for a long time. We're very close. We go to a lot of things together. And we were saddened, Michael, uh, our group. uh, Our friendship group was saddened by the fact there was no Brownlow again, you know, for the second year running. There's there's no birdcage that we're going to get dressed up for again. Mm -hmm. And it was just downer after downer after downer. And I said to Nadia, you know what we need to offset these downers is a couple of grams of uppers that's what <laughs> that's what we need nadia and she said but rosie you can't come over mate it's lockdown I said, don't worry about it who's gonna know right <laughs> and so we went over and we were having a little bit of fun and i said i've got to send this to the other girls in the group and this is where i made the mistake so and it's a common mistake that i went to send it on whatsapp and i put it on instagram they're very close together though you yeah, can sure. use them quite often and so.
1: Yeah, and so um, the rest is history. So you sacked again, mate. How much How much were
0: yeah. you, you getting paid for that? Because that would be a pretty busy job, I imagine, for a Nadia Bartel. It was very busy, but a lot of what I get paid in was on that plate that you <laughs> saw. <laughs> and joining me is a man who is furious at the critics of the Geelong Football Club. It is Adam Rosenbach's. Uh, g'day, Michael. G'day, Junk Timers. I am ropeable. People came for the Geelong football team, a team of sustained brilliance over a decade, Michael. They have now lost, what, five of, out of ten of the, the last ten prelims. You know, they've done a really good job to get back up to the top and then embarrass themselves on the big stage. <laughs> and people came for them after Friday night. And I say no. How, how dare you? Now, the reason that I don't like the critics having a crack at Geelong is uh, it came out that uh, many of the Geelong players fell ill before the game. Now, Geelong, they don't want to use that as as an excuse. They've come out and said that. But I say I believe it is because the virus they got is one of those ones that runs rampant through a club. And you've got to be really careful. This particular virus, it caused players to fumble. Uh, it made them miss targets it, uh, you know what it made them look slow michael yeah. that's the kind of virus that taught them. it was one of those viruses that made people give away stupid 50 meter penalties uh-huh. by trying to prove they were heroes and pushing over ed langdon that's what that kind of virus does Jeez. and it hurts teams i know because carlton's had it for decades and I've seen the effect that it can have. Gary Rowan, he had 15 different types of that virus. <laughs> he was so sick, the poor fella. He couldn't even go. Like, it, it made him, if he went near the ball, he would have just, like, been an anaphylactic shock. And that's why they were like, we need you out there, Gary, but you can't go near the ball, mate. You're going to die.
1: And, and also, yeah. before we go, can I bring up what an amazing, an amazing two days of wrestling we've had, Adam? Thanks for having
0: us, Junk Timers. Um, It's going to be a great final series, and I'll catch you next week. Go, Clarko!
1: We had SummerSlam today. That was absolutely pretty special. And then yesterday, we had CM Punk come back. He was in AEW. Okay, so AEW is like almost like a – it's a big company, but it's like not very old, like two years. And so CM Punk hadn't wrestled for about seven years. He went into MMA, but he was very unhappy about the wrestling industry. He came out. He got the biggest pop. I've ever heard in my entire life, right? Like, the crowd went absolutely fucking mental. And then today, we had SummerSlam, okay? Becky Lynch came back. The man, she came back. And I didn't I didn't like the booking that she... She came out and she beat Bianca Belair in, like, five seconds. And it was like, sh- sh- they didn't have to give her the title straight away. Like, she could have just kind of, you know, maybe gotten into a feud with um, Bianca Belair. Um, and because and uh, Carmella got had to face Bianca Belair and she was never going to win the title but like uh, there's talk about Sasha Banks maybe having some COVID issues and that she might be an anti-vaxxer as well so we, you know don't want to talk about that but then um, uh, John Cena and Roman Reigns were up against each other because John Cena was going for his record 17th title Ric Flair and him have 16 titles in WCW WWE and so Roman Reigns Like, he said he'd leave the company if he lost to John Cena, who's obviously a big star. And I was thinking, like, gee, maybe they'll put it on him for a month, put the belt on him for a month. And then at the end, like, after we had CM Punk come back, Becky Lynch come back, at the end, Roman Reigns beats John Cena, and then fucking Brock Lesnar walks out at the very end. Now, and so obviously he'll go straight into a feud with Roman Reigns. I don't think they've fought before. Oh no, they have, they have, they fought at WrestleMania a few years ago, and actually it was a bit of a dud match because they were trying to get Roman over, okay, and it's it's worked much better for him now when he turned heel, and so he's been champion for about a year now, and so it's it's quite a fascinating time, like uh, where they're going to take Becky. I don't think they needed to put the belt on her, like it was really insane. It was like 50,000 people at the um stadium where the the uh, Las Vegas, um, Raiders play, so, like, you know, it's a big crowd, big crowd, um, but some of the pops when they came out was fucking amazing, um, anyway, yeah, I just got to look around the dirt sheets and see what, um, and read the shoot interviews just to kind of see what, you know, the real story is, but, yeah, I mean, I, I love Becky, and I loved her coming back, I actually had forgotten Becky was out, because she, last year, she, it was a WrestleMania, then about a month later, she, uh, she announced she was pregnant and so obviously they say, you know, probably getting uh hit with a steel chair's not great for pregnant women. Um I remember my my sister when she had her first child, um, the doctor said to her, she was like, you know, did check up and stuff like that and she was like, I just wanna be very clear, make sure you never get hit in the head with a title belt because that's the worst thing that can happen to a pregnant woman. Um, so yeah, I mean, yeah, uh, I wish them much happiness. Edgen's Seth Rollins was very entertaining as well, but I mean, Cena is obviously not going to be there for you know months and months. So y- you probably you probably maybe put the title on him for like a day. You know, give him that seventeenth because he's carried the company for so long. But y- you can't kind of have him in the you can't have him. He's not going to be there for you know half a year. He's going to be there for like two months and then he's going to.
0: Sorry, you got. Hey, are you single? <laughs>
1: ghost